Welcome. Welcome. I'm Nako Narder. I'm Emily Walborn. And this is Half Asian Half Hour. hour. I do think someday when we're in person Mm -hmm. recording this, I think we'll nail Mm -hmm. it dead on. We could also even, maybe one person says half Asian, one person says half hour. Ah. One person says half, one person says Asian. That would, I think, probably solve it. (laughs) That might be it. We'll figure it out. We'll do some retooling. Yeah. I'll do some research. (laughs) Yeah. We'll do some market research. We're going to pull some people that sort of famously yields really helpful information. Yes. Polls are always great. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Let's kick things off with It's Tuesday, which means I had my weekly meeting with my, the president of my company. Okay. Nothing that insane today. Um, Uh But we were going over the different promos we made. And in one of them, the host says, woo saw, which I had never heard of. But then it was in something I read today. I think it just is like a calming sound you make. Woo saw. I don't really know. Anyway, uh, our at the we were doing like a go around the room, say your favorite one at the end of the meeting, and he was like, you know, my favorite one was the uh, Gupta one, and he said Gupta probably four or five times and then someone messaged in the group like it was woo sa and he was like what is it woo well i've been watching a lot of cnn so i was thinking of gupta sanjay gupta that's why i said that <laughs> and my jaw dropped jesus christ i openly was laughing there was another asian guy on the call this week which was cool he had wow. been the last few times but uh my mom wanted me to tell you, so she's been listening to our episodes. Shout out Ooh. to my mom. Um, she, <laughs> she said when you were having the thing with your boss and your name, mm-hmm. she was like, uh, Nako should just one week say it's Nako and then the next week tell him, no, no, it's Nako. <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> just keep going back and forth, which I think is great advice, honestly. That's a really good idea. <laughs> And I never would have thought of that either. That's such a good idea. Like, that's awesome. I'm gonna, In wow. the future, you can do it, maybe. I still have one more week at this company. So <laughs> I've got time. I can change it mid-meeting, too. There's no yeah. rules. No rules, yeah. <laughs> Just change it every other time. <laughs> wow, okay. Thank you, Emily's mom. That's such a good idea. Uh, wow. He is a delight. I love hearing his stories. And <laughs> I'll miss him. Maybe I'll keep in touch. <laughs> Maybe I'll email him personally. Every Tuesday, call him up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Well, this week we are reviewing Monsoon. Where's my phone, I wonder? Monsoon starring the one and only Henry Golding. Famously biracial. <laughs> Famously. And yet um, cast as if he weren't. Yeah, you know, I was talking about that this week, and Jordan brought up a very good point. He was like, it's an argument that, first of all, has never made sense, and second of Mm -hmm. all, just purely doesn't make sense based on the fact that he's not white passing. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is exactly right, and it it doesn't make sense, so. Yeah, and I'm also... Yeah, I mean, I agree. <laughs> um, anyway, we love Henry here, so. He did a great job in this. I really yeah. loved his. Yeah, he really, uh, I think, really shows off his acting 
Totally. I mean, that's kind in of... a new way that we haven't seen yet. So yes, and in many scenes, his acting was kind of the only thing that was happening. So it's true. We needed true. it. <laughs> um, okay. Well, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Overall, going into it, I was kind of. I kept like putting it off just because I don't really watch dramas very often, mm-hmm. and I had a feeling it was going to be kind of slow. And it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it with my sister for the first half, and then she was like, I got to tap out, um, <laughs> which I understand. But the time, like, when there was dialogue, I was like, this is amazing. I, this really? is incredible and heartbreaking. I loved the dialogue. It sounds mm-hmm. like you didn't. Um, but then there would be like <laughs> 20 minutes of a shot of the highway in between. Um, so that was a little bit, I had to work to watch this, which I I often don't have patience for. And this was no exception. Anyway, that, that's my initial thought. I liked this movie. I thought it was very beautiful to look at. I found it very like relaxing and calming because it was like so quiet and peaceful. Um, mm. I guess I had read some reviews before I watched it and I was like oh okay everybody loves it it sounds like it's amazing and somebody mentioned it's nothing better than the train scene and I was like oh wow I can't wait till we get to that and then I was very (laughs) I don't know I I was really my sister tapped out at (laughs) I was I liked I liked it and I do really like movies with naturalistic dialogue and (laughs) um Mumblecore, in a sense, I guess I kind of got it was a little bit Mumblecore-ish. Mm-hmm. This movie, um, I guess, purely just because of the pacing and the dialogue, felt yeah. very Mumblecore to me. Um, Could you just for the listeners and also for me explain what Mumblecore is? Oh boy, I'll try. <laughs> it's it's like a it's a movement of I don't know movement. It's like a it's <laughs> a, films that um, like the Duplass brothers do mm-hmm. um, that are sometimes semi improvised, um, okay. or kind of have the feeling of being improvised and are very naturalistic dialogue. The pacing is kind of slower. Um, okay. it's supposed to okay. be kind of like real life movies. Okay. So just the opposite of, like, an Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, probably the polar opposite of Aaron Sorkin. Okay. Um, so in that sense, it kind of felt like that to me, which I do really like mumblecore movies, and I think a lot of times my writing style can t- tend toward that, but mm-hmm. this one felt, like, a little bit too naturalistic to me to the point yeah. where some some scenes I was like, what? <laughs> like, what's mm-hmm. the... Like, what are we working towards here? Yeah. But I did really like o- overall the themes of the movie. And in, like, my skim through today, I was – some new stuff kind of stuck out to me. Mm. But I just felt like so much of the movie was so introverted mm-hmm. that I would have loved to have read the book or the short story, I think, Oh, version of it. Yeah, this, I think if I had watched this my senior year of high school, I would have made this movie my entire personality. Mm. But now that I am like, if something is kind of boring, sometimes it is just boring. 
yeah. yeah. It's beautifully shot. I really like the concept of it and mm-hmm. the, yeah, the kind of the messages of the movie. I just wasn't totally connecting to it. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I was I waiting know. for a lot of it. Yeah, I guess reading the synopsis of the movie and then I guess I was kind of maybe expecting something else. Yes. Well, based on the trailer, it seemed like it was going to be this like love story that he gets kind of swept up in. And that is like almost, it's not even the A story. Really? Okay. I didn't watch the trailer. I was not expecting a love story aspect to it at all. So I was very surprised when that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, let's get into it. Let's, he, he arrives Mm -hmm. and he gets to a hotel and there's an Asian guy with like a French accent or he's speaking French and he's like the bellboy, bellhop. Anyway, mm-hmm. I thought it was cool to see an Asian guy speak another language that wasn't English or Asian. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's he's in Vietnam and he... It took me a second to figure out that's where he was. I only knew that because of what I had read beforehand. Mm-hmm. but Which made me realize like... Because my sister and I were trying to figure out what country it was. Yeah. And we were like, wow, we really don't know anything about the rest <laughs> of the world. And then we did. But, and we were just like, okay, what's been colonized by the French? Um, I don't know. Uh, this country? <laughs> I would have had no idea if I hadn't read ahead of time. Which, I, you know, I kind of like that they don't spell it out for you, you know? Because <laughs> totally. it's more just like, uh, you know, whether you know or not, it, it's relevant to the story later on, which you, they do, mm-hmm. you know, talk about the Vietnam War, which is a, say a major clue that they're there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they don't really spell it out for you, which is cool in its own way, too. Mm-hmm. And so he's at the hotel and he pulls out what we can only assume is an urn mm-hmm. from, his, from his luggage. And then he goes to meet with, I believe, a family friend. Yeah, that's what it seems like. And so it's revealed he hasn't been back in 30 years since he was six. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's awkward. It's super awkward. It's very awkward. And he brings them gifts. Mm-hmm. And that's a little weird. That made me laugh. I was like, this dude is so like British. He said like remembrance. <laughs> he brought them biscuits. And then yeah. one of the gifts he brought them is a water bottle that filters water. And they're like, what do you want us to do with this? But <laughs> yeah. that did seem like a very like... I don't know. I feel like when the Swell and then the Hydro Flask water bottles came out, everyone was obsessed with like telling you like, it keeps cold beverages cold for 24 hours. hours, (laughs) And that seemed like such a Western thing to be like, wait, they don't have this. They're going to be obsessed with it. They don't have filtered water through their water bottle. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And later he mentions that he felt like that was patronizing. Yes. So I thought, I, I always thought that was interesting. Um, and then his family friends is like, you should take a tour of the city. You've been here mm-hmm. in a long time. And so mm-hmm. he does exactly that. He takes and he a also, tour of the city. He says, your English is really good. And his family friend goes, yeah, better than your Vietnamese. Roast. Yeah. That's Roast. Good. That was a good singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, I sort of liked that he was clearly, he had such bad posture this whole movie. Like he was clearly... Mm-hmm expressing so much shame and guilt and awkwardness Mm -hmm. and I kind of appreciated that 
part of where that came from was not knowing about Vietnamese culture. I think it's yeah. often what we see as immigrants being embarrassed that they don't know what different Western stuff is. And it was nice to see the reverse of that. Yeah, I, I, I definitely really liked that part of the movie where, you know, about him traveling home to a place he hasn't been Mm-hmm. in a long time and be like wow it's all different and I actually don't know that much about it because I've been visited in 30 years and my parents wouldn't talk about it and mm-hmm. I thought that was a very interesting thing to explore because I haven't seen that before yeah I like seeing westernness be a vulnerability for him yeah and I wonder if that's a shtick since that's kind of a Nick Young move as well to everyone be like you haven't been in Asia for a long time bro what's up it must just because be because he has the British accent. Maybe I that's... think it's they're like, wait, you've been over there so long, you're actually half white now. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so he takes a tour of the city, and then he goes. He's at a bar, and he we find out he's on a date mm-hmm. with the American guy, mm-hmm. and he's a very quiet character. The and this Henry, and uh, not the American guy, Henry Golding. Uh-huh. He's a very quiet guy. I was like, I don't think he's giving off the best first impression of this mm-hmm. date. Because mm-hmm. the guy would be like asking him questions and he'd be like, huh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. you gotta talk, dude. You gotta- <laughs> it took me a second to realize it was a first date. Because I was like, who speaks to someone this way that they're <laughs> yeah. just meeting? Like, you yeah. seem like you're mad at him. Yeah, very, very interesting, introverted Mm -hmm. um, character, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is definitely a hard kind of character to write and execute. But I think Henry's um, acting was very good. I think they nailed it. I think as much as I was frustrated with a lot of the like scene setting that was done, I think they did such a good job of communicating the loneliness of being somewhere where you don't know anything or anyone and the awkwardness of not knowing the language or anything. Like I really felt like I was there, which is crazy because at the beginning of the movie, I was like, what country is this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Um, and then they, they hook up after their date. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he, he goes to, I think he's looking for his old house when he lived there as mm-hmm. a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of walks around, looks yeah, for that's it. most of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then he goes, and then he goes to his family friend's workplace. And it's mm-hmm. revealed that his mom gave them the money to mm-hmm. uh, start Open the store. Open up a shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on an art history tour of Vietnam mm-hmm. and the tour guide is this woman and he asks her if she's American and he says, she's like, no, I'm from Hanoi. I just speak really good English, bro. Um, mm-hmm. But her, I thought her little spiel was cool. She was like, the tour is going to be talking about colonialism and then the, the difference between South Vietnam and North Vietnam's like mm-hmm. art. I would have taken the tour. It seemed really cool. Yeah, it seemed very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was great. That actress was great. I actually, <laughs> I liked her as a person and as a character. And I almost never noticed when acting is bad. But there were times where I was like, I, 
you're saying i don't know i was like maybe it's just because she has an accent Mm. so she's like putting inflection on different words than when i am expecting Mm. but i found that a little bit distracting like when she gives him the tea later i was like that's Uh. not how i think people say that but see i love that scene i love that scene when and then when afterwards when they were walking okay she was kind of telling him her story i loved it but Mm. i can see what you're saying Mm -hmm. um let's see so then yeah so then the guy yeah the the date is there (laughs) as well so he's there because he is overseeing his clothing company's production Mm -hmm. and henry golding is like oh so you're here to exploit cheap labor and he said no i'm here to contribute towards their growing economy Mm -hmm. and that's sort of the first seed of uh, the um, this american person's attitude towards vietnam yeah i booed him at that point (laughs) (laughs) whoa i was like and hey you know because he was he was wearing some kind of t-shirt that was his Mm -hmm. his brand i was like just a t-shirt it's not even that great yeah which henry golding also was like (laughs) laughing he was like oh you designed that nice (laughs) yeah cool it says curve and cursive nice dude Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but he was i think it's important to note that lewis is a black man he's not just like a white guy showing up and he has said a few things that are a little bit stuff like that so far but there's more nuance to it than that. He clearly has a lot of love and appreciation for Vietnam. Yeah, totally. And when I booed him, it's more just, <laughs> start, more just our American mindset that I totally. assign him, you know. Absolutely. Because um, he has flaws. Yeah. So let's see. They go have a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk a little bit more about the Vietnam War mm-hmm. um, and how I think Henry kind of starts opening up about it his parents a little bit and then what did the guy say he said something really weird in that one that kind of oh oh i remember what he said he said so henry golding was like my father was a worker for a southern official he was a helper Mm -hmm. um but because he worked for the government he was under suspicion um and so we had to flee and then lewis says my father also fought Maybe that's when he says it. But he was like, yeah, he does. When I came here, I thought about selling a Canadian patch onto my bag. Like, I didn't want people to know it was American because it's not a war we can look back on with pride. And then Henry kind of like reacts and is like, why would you ever want to look back on it with pride? Yes, that's what it was. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, every Vietnamese person that I saw in London lost a family member in the war. It's, it's interesting how this. Um quiet movie kind of tackles the yeah the vietnam war in such an interesting way of like him meeting an american citizen mm-hmm. whose mm-hmm. father is a vietnam war vet mm-hmm. and henry golding had to flee because of the war it was mm-hmm. it's kind of it's a very interesting dynamic that they set up that mm-hmm. i think they I explore think, well yeah i agree i think my favorite part of the movie is that it I know almost nothing about Vietnam outside of the chapter in Ali Wong's book where she talks about going to Vietnam mm-hmm. and like anything I learned about the Vietnam War in high school. Right. Which I also at the time remember being like, wait, I'm 17 and learning about this stuff for the first time. This seems like a pretty major <laughs> thing <Yeah. laughs> to have happened. Yeah. Um, and even the 
the coverage that I did know was super limited. And so I, it was, I'm looking for any education on it. And this seemed to be, it did a really good job of showing that not just the generation that it happened after was widely and deeply affected mm-hmm. and it's continuing to and just that it it really did affect truly so many people and all of them are like never going to recover from it yeah yeah and how it affected like everybody in the country that he pretty mm-hmm. much comes across was affected mm-hmm. by it in some way um so then after they have a drink they hook up again mm-hmm. um and then he's lewis is trying to help henry golding because henry golding is there we learn at this point that he's there um his brother's coming in a week with his father's ashes he's there with Mm -hmm. his mother's ashes and Mm -hmm. he's looking for a place to scatter them before his brother gets here Mm -hmm. um but he just doesn't know because he's he hasn't been there Mm -hmm. they wouldn't talk about vietnam Mm -hmm. he doesn't know where to go um Mm -hmm. so Lewis suggests go going to where his family uh, or where his parents were born and grew mm-hmm. up. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going there. Yeah. So his family friend takes him to where the apartment used to be, but it's kind of rubble now. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry asks him if he has any pictures of their family when they were young. He said his father burned all of theirs out of fear that if they ever got captured and officials found pictures of their friends, Mm-hmm. in these photos that they would be targeted. So they don't have any family photos from their childhood. And now they yeah. also don't have a house. Just, it's just all this it's stuff so where sad. you're like, I never would have thought of this, but oh yeah. my God, like what a devastating and traumatic thing. Yeah. The family friend says, I know these streets like the back of my hand, which my sister was like, who wrote this? But I <laughs> think if I'm learning English as a second language, that's a phrase that I would repeat i would be like that's funny i will seem advanced (laughs) if i say this (laughs) so true um so then lewis drops henry off at the train station Mm -hmm. so then henry's hanging out on the train Mm -hmm. um here comes the famous train scene because it's a famous train scene i was like after he got off the train i was like is he gonna get back on the train (laughs) 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 what scene am i looking for i only assumed that he they were talking about the scene where he makes small talk with the with the other guy who's smoking on the train oh i thought i was like couldn't have been that boring conversation maybe it was when he's in the train car with the old couple and they don't say anything (laughs) (laughs) or maybe when he's looking out at the, the window. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> I, I truly, I was like, okay, I guess he's, Couldn't tell he's gonna get back on the train. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <a> <laughs> um, yeah. So. But yeah. The, there's a white French guy. Of course, he's fucking French. I hate those people. Everyone knows <laughs> this. <laughs> Everybody knows I hate the French. Uh, <laughs> so I wasn't surprised. But he has to bum a smoke on the train mm-hmm. and he introduces himself like really uh, kind of like he doesn't think Henry Golding speaks English, but then uh, it's clear that he does. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, my name's, I don't know, Jean-Luc or some shit. <laughs> right. um, yeah. So then as your point, Henry's just like, bye, <laughs> walks away. And that was the greatest scene in the movie. <laughs> I suppose. According to some reviewer. 
Oh, but also um, the guy goes, oh, you're going to Hanoi from Saigon? That's a 38-hour train ride. And I was like, how fucking big is this country? I know. That's what I thought. So it was like, that's either a slow train or yes. a huge country. Yeah. Um, so he, he makes it to the hometown, parents' hometown. Mm-hmm. He goes to their old house or mm-hmm. where they used to live. It's an apartment building. So mm-hmm. it kind of feels like... You start to feel for him because it's like every place he goes is just like some building yeah. or it's destroyed. Yes. His, and he, he has was, to have a woman. He goes over a woman yeah. and she like points out which one it is to him. Yeah. And like he, it sounded like he wanted to do it at this pond behind their old house, but that's mm-hmm. all been filled in. Mm-hmm. So he's really struggling to find some place where mm-hmm. they can go. Mm-hmm. Um. Hooks then up with somebody else. Hooks up with an Asian guy. It is yeah. an Asian on Asian gay love scene. Yeah. Which I've only ever seen, I think, one other time. Where? When I you took that me? transnational Asian cinemas class uh, oh. that you were feloniously not allowed <laughs> to take. Uh, there was, I believe, a queer Taiwanese film, I want to say. And I remember they showed it to us and we're like, eh, well, whatever. That's all. I just, there, but the point of that movie was like, there isn't any representation for queer Asian men. Mm-hmm. And that's why they made that one. Yeah. I mean, and then this was... is since then the only other example I've seen. Yeah. I don't think I've, I mean, other than the half of it and mm-hmm. saving face, I really haven't seen much other queer mm-hmm. representation of asian men or women so yeah um, bowen yang and joel kim booster are really carrying oh that's yeah that's a good point yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like they don't even ever get to i mean i get that they're comedians and they're Mm -hmm. still early in their careers but even though like being gay and asian is like obviously two things they're quickly labeled as it's never it's always just being like oh like they're funny gay guys they said funny gay thing it's never about Mm -hmm. actually like being in love or having any kind of relationship or actual sexual identity that involves having sex. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And and they don't ever like, I like this movie in that way because they don't, you know, ever make a big deal of it or Mm -hmm. nobody ever goes like points it out and is Mm -hmm. weird about it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like who he is and yeah. 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 It's not a plot point at all. Yeah, only in in meeting this American guy. Yeah. Then he video calls his nephews and his brother. I So there's, a, I think, one or two phone call scenes where he's video chatting with people, mm-hmm. and you only hear his side of the conversation, and, mm-hmm. like, the camera's really slowly, uh, like, tilting around the room. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a gorgeous way to shoot something and did a good job of adding to, like, how awkward and lonely things can feel. Mm-hmm. But I was also like, come on, man, there's already so little dialogue in this movie. <laughs> Why did you take out half of it? <laughs> yeah, it really adds to that whole isolation of mm-hmm. this character. Because um, this is the second phone call that we see. And it's the first time we we see him like smile or yeah. laugh. It's truly yes. like one of the only times. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, oh, this poor 
man. Yeah. <laughs> the acting in that scene killed it. I don't know if they had him actually video call someone or if he just looked at a screen. Yeah. But he killed it. Very <laughs> he did good. such a good job. Um, so then he goes to this art gallery and sees the um, the lady Shore that he woman. Met, yeah, yeah. met before. They have and dinner so, in a gorgeous lamplight yes. restaurant. Yeah, that restaurant looked awesome. Looked awesome. Um, and so she talks about the younger generation mm-hmm. um, in the country and how mm-hmm. they're like more creative and want to use their voices more mm-hmm. and kind of find their own identity, it seemed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, and she talks about how her family makes lotus tea mm-hmm. and... Henry's like, oh, my parents loved it. That's their favorite. And she was like, have you ever had it? And he's like, well, no. And she's like, yeah, only old people drink lotus tea. And I was like, I like learning new stereotypes. Yes. <laughs> classic. Mm-hmm. A classic I, thing we all know. <laughs> and I liked that. But then she was like, do you want to come see how we make the lotus tea? You have to promise that you're not going to, like, tell anyone the recipe. And, like, there's a really, you know, like, you have to earn the privilege mm-hmm. of coming to participate in this. And I like that even though it is this like dying thing that you would think they would want to popularize it with people <laughs> yeah. and more people she's like yeah the shit's dying but we don't need your help like yeah you still gotta earn this <laughs> yeah so true so he goes and he helps them and it's whew, those are some beautiful shots really beautiful of, they're like sifting the lotus oh, petals yeah, yeah gorgeous mm-hmm. um and so then they, the women that are there are asking Henry about his family and why they left and, or like why he, why they chose London. Oh, and he tells this story. It's really cute story about his I mom. think this was my favorite scene. I think, yeah, I really liked the scene where he, somebody asked why, why London? And he was mm-hmm. like, well, everybody was going to US and Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one because England was too cold. It was cold, but his mom looked at a picture of the queen and thought she was nice. So mm-hmm. they went there. <laughs> yeah. He said his mom said she very polite, very happy. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It was so cute. It was really cute. He goes to Lewis's house and brings him the tea mm-hmm. that the tour guide gave him. Oh, then he and the tour guide have a conversation. So then she gives him some tea. Says, don't, you don't have to pay me for it. Even mm-hmm. though she was like, we sift these flowers for 27 days and then we make it into tea. We don't waste any part of the flower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's clearly sacred. And he's like, there are cheaper ways to make it. She's like, yeah, but this is like, it's about the tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she gifts him some tea. She says it's the smallest size we have. And then he brings <laughs> the tea to Lewis's house. Then Henry has a conversation with his family friend where his friend says, we're going to pay back the loan that your mom gave us for the shop. Like we just, we need mm-hmm. some time to get the money together. And he's like, that's no, keep the money like that. Yeah. He's like, that's, that's not at all why I'm here. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know about that. And also that was my mom's money, not mine. Like that was hers to give and she gave it mm-hmm. to you. Which I thought was beautiful. Yeah. And just going back quickly to the conversation with Lewis, I thought it was interesting that they had that scene in there where, we hear about Lewis's relationship to the war and his dad fought in the war. And then his like exit interview was like, so you, I see you've confirmed kills. Mm -hmm. Do you plan on 
killing anybody else and his mm-hmm. dad was like no and they're like great see you later yeah um <laughs> i don't know reading henry's face off of that it seemed like he had never considered the other side of the war yes so i thought it was interesting how they sh- do show both sides totally. of how it affected how it affected the people who didn't necessarily probably want to be fighting it and mm-hmm. and the people that it affected in their in the country as well totally and lewis has like a really beautiful monologue where he's like i had such bad jaw pain they would give me pain medication that would numb my entire body so i wouldn't even be able mm-hmm. to feel it if you like cut me like i just had to completely numb myself also he says that his father committed suicide in the last year or so like it is just like jesus this war all it did was hurt every single person who came into contact with it and that was so many people yeah that was a very i'd say a very different look at the war compared Mm -hmm. to the trial of chicago (laughs) seven that aaron sarkin released recently well it's because he's not Um, mumblecore yeah exactly um, yeah, two ends of the spectrum on those movies. Uh, <laughs> um, it's still a fine movie, you know. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I was just like a a good courtroom drama. Certainly, I love a courtroom drama. I loved every actor who was in it, but I was just like, I'm not super into this. And also, mm-hmm. it was weird having a movie come out now that had like 15 male characters and no women. I was like, you guys, you don't have to do this anymore. And I'm not like offended or whatever, but I was just like, this is boring. This is neat. Like you have to understand that this doesn't appeal to a lot of people. If you're going to put like literally a dozen characters and none of them are women. What do you want me to do with this? I'm not invested in any of them. Yeah. I can't tell any of them apart. They're all just Jewish. (laughs) At, At some points too, I was like, well, it took me, probably five minutes after the time jump at the beginning to be like, uh-huh. oh, wait, now we're, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I thought we would have seen what happens, but now we're just yeah. skipping past that part. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, enough of Sorkin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and also the thing is, like, the Vietnam War has clearly affected, if not dominated, Henry Golding's life. Like, mm-hmm. it, and his parents never talked about it, but he was still, like, the shadow of it has, like, dominated his whole life. And he wasn't even... He didn't even fight in the war or die in the war. And same with right. Lewis. Like, he wasn't even there. His dad just fought in it. But it is clearly, it's I mean, like he's coming to Vietnam to do his business. Like, Yeah. It's shaped both of their lives. Totally mm-hmm. like, shaped the course of both of their lives. And I heard at the end of Sorkin's movie, they, like, listed off all of the names of the people who, I assume, died in the war. Yes, they did. And, like... and that there were just so many people not listed like the wives the friends the kids the neighbors of these people who are also just like the magnitude of this war no one it feels like a lot of people aren't even trying to figure out what the scope was but we're barely at the tip of the iceberg yeah and like i i would say okay sorkin's (laughs) movie is probably like the more obviously Hollywood traditional way to take a look at the war by looking at the protesters that really stood Mm. up to the Mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. Whereas Monsoon (laughs) is such like a heartbreaking personal story of how like the country and the people living there Mm -hmm. and the generations afterwards Mm -hmm. were affected by it. 
Yeah. Not to say I, those protesters, I, you know, Sorkin's right. movie certainly had its own merits, but. Uh, yeah, I'm still pro-protester, but sure. <laughs> I don't yes. know if they need to be the center of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. So then at the end of the movie, his brother finally arrives mm-hmm. and he goes with them to the airport. For a second, when he hugs his brother's wife, I was like, is that his wife and kids? I know. I was like, wait. Did he have an affair? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Me too. I was like, oh, bearing the lead on this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Then I was like, no. No, he's been talking to his brother the whole time. Forgot about that. (laughs) Um, But then the the final scene is him on another date with Lewis. And then this time they kiss publicly, which not that they were Mm. ever like in the closet during the rest of the movie but it felt like more of a public yeah display. yeah it kind of felt like weirdly and probably the week or so of knowing each other they've really their relationship has really solidified and they've gotten comfortable and gone through yeah. so much about like sharing each other's personal yeah. histories and all of that they, they've overcome some things it seems yeah and I also wonder if Henry has ever gotten to talk to anybody else about the war because it kind of seems like he has never done it and it Mm -hmm. seems to be a release for him to finally have someone he can talk about it with you can kind of tell that just by him walking around like that he's kind of coming into contact with it in a way he hasn't Mm -hmm. probably ever before because it sounds like his parents wouldn't let them talk about it or go back to Vietnam and they yeah which is also great. Like the when the tour woman is like, that must have been so hard for your parents to never come back here. And he hadn't come back and, you know, he got on a boat and then he didn't come back until he was an adult. Yeah, I thought that line too. I think it was his family friend that mm-hmm. said, it's so, so interesting that your parents did all they could to get out of Vietnam and you've brought them back here. Mm, yeah. And I was like, Ugh damn <laughs> yeah Jesus. a good point <laughs> a great point i also liked when he was saying the family friend to henry is like we were trying to figure out where can we immigrate to and when can we get out like everyone mm-hmm. was desperate to do it um but then they didn't get accepted anywhere that they applied and mm-hmm. so then henry's mother tried to help them and sponsor them but they weren't direct relatives um so it wouldn't have worked they thought about lying mm-hmm. they didn't and henry never knew about this so like i don't know if i were doing this that would be all i would be able to think about or talk about and she didn't share that with her kids that just i don't know even thinking about obviously as we like become older we start figuring out that our parents are people and there's like mm-hmm. they had lives before us or whatever and it's like I think kind of alienating a little bit to figure that out. Yeah. I wonder too if it was partially they were just trying to shield them from Totally. But I all I of can't that. imagine I can imagine, you know, not telling my kids about certain experiences I had in college or whatever. But <laughs> it, I cannot imagine going through escaping my country like going through these insane like never seeing my friends again trying to help them immigrate not being able to yeah and then not feeling like I want to share that with my kids or that I feel like I can yeah yeah I think this movie is so interesting that it explores so much and it really I think does start a a deep conversation about all of these things 
And yet it's such a peaceful, quiet, introspective Relaxing movie. Relaxing is the word you said. <laughs> I was really relaxed. It was, uh, it was. It was beautiful to watch. And it was like, huh, you just kind of let it wash over you. But it, it does totally. deal with so many complicated topics and themes. Totally. Yeah. It felt like, do you ever watch those videos that's like, lo-fi study beats set yeah. over like Ghibli movie scenes. Yes. Wait, have you seen the one where it's the girl writing? <laughs> yes. <your> desk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. The of 15 course. hour one. Yeah. yeah. So this was kind of like that in many ways. Yeah. It was, 15 it was hours. it's yeah, it's almost in a way kind of brilliant because it, it's like slips in all of these deep, yes complicated ideas Mm -hmm. in such a beautiful relaxing package that it's like wow you come out of it and you're like huh I gotta think about this one a little bit (laughs) totally and it isn't with the exception of the one time he snaps at Lewis it's not even angry or like accusing anyone or blaming anyone it's just being like we're so devastated by this and we just want to be able to express that. And we would yeah. like to be heard. Because I learned more about the effects of the Vietnam War in this hour and a half than I had in my whole previous life. And I think through this podcast, I've come to appreciate this movie more. Definitely. I mean, there was a lot there. I think also it the movie reminded me a lot of Roma and that it was mm-hmm. really, really gorgeous. And mm-hmm. I understand that they were like, we want to capture this scene and make people feel like they're there and that's Mm -hmm. going to take time Mm -hmm. and like the stuff where when stuff does happen it's going to be really impactful but you have to be patient which I find hard but rewarding ultimately yeah I guess the train thing I really (laughs) just threw me off I guess I don't know because it it made it seem I was like in my head I was like okay it's gonna be some kind of like I don't know why I thought this was like it's gonna be some kind of like Alfred Hitchcock scene on the train. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some kind of big confrontation, like big, <laughs> big discussion or something. But that's just not the vibe of this movie at no. all. You know? No, so, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. There was one more scene I wanted to bring up. At one point, he, Lewis is like, I'll drive you to the train station when you go to Hanoi. And he's like, you don't have to do that. But okay, then he like meets a- him there and He's like, hey, like, I listen, there was a whole lost generation. My dad was one of them. But I'm not one of those Yanks that thinks we've won the war. Like, I'm clearly not that, right? And he's experiencing some, some American guilt that he's looking to be absolved of. Uh, and Henry just kind of looks at him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he would even really responds. No, I think he just gets on the train. He's like, he's got go. a scene to get to. <laughs> yeah, I got a. He's got a big juicy scene coming up. Yeah. Yeah. What would you give this in Gongs and Ramen? Gongs, I think I would give it a four. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. At times, I felt like a little wandering, but I do appreciate what it was doing and all of the things it brought up. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, I think a four- for representation ramen as well mm, like, mm-hmm. I would have just liked it to be just a little, maybe a little bit more extroverted mm-hmm. but I think that probably would have changed the story quite a bit as well so 
Yeah. It's a, it's a hard, it's a toss up. I would give it a, a five for representation. Mm-hmm. Just because I think they did a very good job of getting you to see all these different people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. And I liked everyone. I liked Lewis. I liked the family friend. I liked the tour guide. I liked Henry. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I'd give it a three overall. At one point, mm-hmm. I was like, thank God Henry Golding is in this. Because otherwise, <laughs> like, sorry, but who would see this? Like, only pretentious people, basically, would be like, <laughs> I'm going to go see the Like, yeah. And I want people to see it. So I'm glad Henry's in it to get people to see it. Because I think people yeah. should see it. And I want them to. Mm-hmm. But without him, I think it would be hard to convince people to watch this like really slow, subtle piece of media that a lot of people our age don't see themselves in in any way. It's true. Yeah, it is. I think subtle is a really good word. It is very, very subtle, which I think for me, it does take a lot of skill to be that subtle and mm-hmm. get all of those things that we talked about through. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, it's very good Henry's in it because I think hopefully yeah. I'll get more people to see it and talk about yeah. these things. Yeah. And I do want people, I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. Maybe more than a three, maybe a four, three. I don't know. It's good. And I mm-hmm. want people to see it. Absolutely. But it is slow, which I have yeah. a hard time with. Yeah. And it is, a, it's a definitely a thinker for me. Like I, I turned it off and I was like, huh okay yeah i'm gonna need a day or so to digest this and Mm -hmm. work through what what i saw because definitely going back through it today i was like i it hit me a lot harder a a lot of the things and i was like okay that's very interesting okay because i think maybe when i was watching i didn't quite understand i didn't know maybe i just didn't know what the movie was really about so i didn't quite know what was what we were heading towards but after seeing it and then going through it again it it hit a little harder yeah as we're talking about it I'm realizing like I felt and thought so much from this Mm -hmm. and I also wonder if it will be an uh did you ever see burning Stephen Yeun was in it um there's a Korean movie it's scary um but it's is directed by Lee Chang Dong uh Mm -hmm. And like on Netflix, one of the categories it had on there was slow burn. And I was like, oh, brother, here we go. Every time a movie's called a slow burn, it's just bad. And I hate it. <laughs> and while I was watching it, I was like, this sucks. This is so slow. And yeah. then the next day, I like still was thinking about the movie. And I felt like I was realizing stuff about it. And then the two days later, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I guess I know what they mean by slow burn. It really is like. It gets it, you later on. Yeah, it took me a couple of days, but then I was like, oh, this is like, is, this is the gift that keeps on giving. And so I do think that this movie, you're not done after you finish the movie. It's mm-hmm. going to continue to give you stuff. It'll definitely ha- make you have some deep conversations about a lot of things. Yeah. Or just learn about the Vietnam War. Something that I, yeah, tr- like, yeah. I don't know. How much did you learn about it in high school? Um, I mean, just basic history stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like not very much (laughs) yeah so I hadn't I mean I had never even heard of the Chicago 7 I hadn't either I think almost everything I know Vietnam War I knew from like Mad Men and Mm -hmm. Watchmen (laughs) okay um and then the things they carried we read that in high school I think that was my favorite 
book in high school. Yeah, I've just, I guess I've just never really known that much about it, so. Which is, I just was like, it's the first televised American war. It, true. so many people fought in it. So many people who are currently alive fought. Like, it mm-hmm. was pretty fucking recent. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand why we don't talk about it. And I guess just because we lost that war is why. Yeah, I guess I, I would like to learn more about it. I feel like there's so much that was fucked up about it. Well, there's a lot of. <laughs> any war is fucked up <laughs> yeah. uh yeah i'd be interested to learn more about about it this was yeah. a, this was a great way in though i think kind of yes. learning about the after effects totally yeah extremely hot take uh not to you know columbus the vietnam war but i really feel like emily and i need to popularize it and raise <laughs> yeah. awareness i don't yeah. think anyone needs i don't think anyone knows about it sign our petition to popular to spread the word to end the war <laughs> yeah exactly spread the war to end the war mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go to change.org sign our petition yeah <laughs> it is yeah it is a good movie it also seems like a movie that i'm glad we saw it before it like came out brag um because it seems like the kind of thing that like white people would go see and then talk about forever as like yeah. a way to congratulate themselves for having seen it and like picking up on a lot of things, you know. Yeah, and or just being like, I was so brave for seeing this movie about <laughs> Asian people. I actually really donated a lot of my time. I put aside my American ego, and I really yeah. saw what the Vietnam War did. To I, this I was able to see something through their squinty little eyes. Yeah. <laughs> my sister heard me say that. So. Now she's crying. squinty little eyes (laughs) um well join us next week we'll be the mag doing the mag famously another highly decorated vietnam war veteran (laughs) yeah i think we can actually maybe get an interview with her next week if she ever answers our emails i know guys go to our other change (laughs) change Get the Meg to answer the phone. <laughs> yeah. And tell, tell us her, about the Vietnam War. Tell her her voicemail is full and we need to get through. <laughs> she does not have her voicemail box set up. And I can't leave a message. Somebody Meg. help us contact the Meg, please. We just want to talk to her. If you know her or know someone who knows her, please reach out to us at halfasianpod.gov. We are government sponsored. (laughs) Um, Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.